Hello and welcome to Smosa Chats, where every week I, comedian Preet Singh, will host a guest who has challenged South Asian norms, whether that be through pursuing a passion as a career or devoting their work to challenging the status quo and taboos within our communities. So sit back, grab a smosa, and enjoy. And we're here with Indapool Sandhu. How are you, brother? I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, good, good. So for those of you that don't know, Indapool, you're a... I'm a singer, um, fashion designer, uh, I, I'm a rapper. Uh, yeah, let's leave it at that. Just, just a threat everywhere. Right? You've got all bases covered. So um, we ended up running into Indapool via stickers. Wicked. What's the sticker campaign about, bro? It's about my my, my latest tape, the Collindale tape. Um, uh, and just on a side note, I think that's the coolest way, uh, coolest introduction I've had from an organisation saying like, "Yo, we we saw your sticker." I was like, "Whoa, okay, wicked." You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But yeah, it's to, it's to push the um, my tape, January sixteenth, the Collindale tape. Collindale tape. That's it. It was it, it was strange because that night we we'd gone out for a birthday. I think it was the day after we decided that okay we're gonna do this and we ran like a little pilot so we come across we're looking for like south asian creatives blah 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 somebody stopped in hoxton or shoreditch wherever it was to tie their shoe or, or have a cigarette something like that we stopped and like we looked down and it was like your your sticker was on a come bar. on come i had to look into the camera for that come on <laughs> it was it, it was massive it was massive so singing how did you get into it um how did i get into singing uh that that was more of like a um a, a product of me rapping. How I got into rapping um was 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 through the church, man. You know, um, my pastor was doing a uh, like an outreach event for youth, yeah. for young people, and um, it, my, one of my best friends and also mentor, um, Unique Creation. He's the music man in church, so it made sense when my pastor was like, yeah, you, you, can, you know, you're going to do the music. And then for some reason he came to me as well. Uh, but these times he actually had no interest, um, no, uh, no, no, I'm getting excited, I'm getting passionate because <laughs> this story actually takes me back. But he, he, he didn't have, he didn't have the slightest idea I had any desire in music. Um, and then before I know it, you know, I'm, I'm in the studio ne- the next week after that, recording a song. I didn't even know how things like studio worked. Um, I didn't know anything about the processes, but lo and behold, you know, a week later, I'm, 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 I'm spitting bars and dig it, dig it. that's where I started rapping, right? So yeah. I'm really going hard um, with that. And, I, I, and the week before that, I was like, oh, I wish, I hope, man, you know, I would love to do music, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then as, as rap continued, you know, that, that really built up my confidence. Um, and then I just stepped out with, 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 with the singing um, ever so slightly each time, you know. Um, to the point where I'm trying to just rock it till the wheels fall off now, man. When you were when you were growing up, when you were younger, like let's say your teens, did you did you have that vision or that idea that okay, cool, I want to be like a creative, I want to I, I want to create art, basically. Um, yes and no. So yes, in the sense that it was in my head in a in a fantasy kind of form, but no, in the sense that you know this this is just in my head kind of thing. I I'd never. Get on stage. What I remember one time, um, I, I was the vice president of uh, my college. I'm very uh, I'm right, proud I'm of that. that yeah. Come on, I'm very proud of that. Um, but we, we 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 were we were doing something in the canteen one time, and and um, 
One of, one of the, the, the staff told me, like, yo, listen, pick up the mic real quick to say we're going to start in five minutes. And, bro, uh, a, 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 a breakdown of sorts had taken place in my mind. I'm like, bloody hell, I have to grab this mic. All these people going to look at me, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, uh, you know, f- from, from, from that kind of, what's the word? Um, timidness to pick up a mic to, to, to now it's just been yeah. it's a massive jump man that's wicked massive man. That's, jump that's wicked do you reckon it helped with your like self-confidence yeah I, I think more so like just being right around the right people you know saying like you know what you've got something you know or you're all right that kind of thing because there's a lot of people that if you if you if, if you kind of reveal what you what you're trying to do or you like to do, they might put you down or they mm. might say there's nothing there, man. You're chasing a dream kind of thing. I was fortunate enough to have um, people around me that believed in me and nurtured me in in the correct way. Yeah. What was your? <laughs> we we ask this question all the time, but what was your like family or community's reaction Bloody to you yeah. coming out as a rapper singer? Well, well, my one was kind of like a double a double whammy, right? So my first tape. Um, I mentioned church earlier, so I became a Christian about nine years ago. You, I, you know, you can only imagine bloody what people thought about that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We get to that anyway. Um, but my first tape was not only an assertion of my creativity, but it was also an uh, assertion of my faith, uh, my newfound faith, you know, in Christ. Um, so it was just a double whammy. You got man spitting bars and I'm trying to do the singing thing at the same time. And then, I'm, you know, I've got a bit of Jesus in there as well. You know what I'm saying? Like people are looking at me like, what the bloody hell are you doing? Can well, we have lost this boy. You know, the Papa, we have lost him, you know, like, okay, we get it. You're a Christian. You don't need to sing about it or rap about yeah. it kind of thing. So it was a mixed response. But I know, I know people were messing with it because it, it, there was some quality to it, you know, like the, the, the guy who produced my, my first tape was Monkstar from Newham Generals. That's, that's a, a, a veteran, uh, a pioneering gram, yeah. you know. Um, it's just like my path, I was aligned with certain people, you know, that, that helped me put, uh, put something out that was of, of some good standard, yeah. you well, know. Well, I was, I was doing a little bit of research and obviously we talked as well like, earlier on. In your short career so far, you've actually had quite a few highlights, like, stuff that is i guess milestones isn't it you work with the bbc yeah um my, my, I've, so letter to self colin del tape letter to self track one uh that, that that's my fourth consecutive release um yeah. uh to be playlisted shout out to bobby friction shout out to sonia shay um shout out to bbc west midland shout out to everyone man big up everyone um there's some clear people that are trying to support yeah and there was something about pharrell in your bio as well that was something that really i was like oh we got a big fish yeah that that was that that shout out to dj bloody Sherrod, man he's um really cool guy he he was commissioned by uh, adidas to make a um a mixtape or like a tape for their launch yeah um yeah my song made the cut man <laughs> my song made the cut in one swoop that must have been yeah. fucking Bloody hell, mate! It was, it was. So I, I had, I had a couple of DMs saying like, "Yo, fam, mum will buy your shoe, blah, because people <laughs> thought I had a shoe deal or something." I was like, "Nah, man, I was just spun at the joint. That'd be nice one day, though. But um, in the future, that's right? So it's on the way, man. It's, it's on, on the way. It's on the way. So okay, so you, you're how old when you turn Christian? Let's get into the meaty stuff. Fuck it. Uh, nineteen. So you're nineteen. Um, nineteen twenty. You grew up in the Punjabi community, I'm guessing. Yeah, but even then, like the household was different because my mum's Gujarati. Right. Um, and, my, and my dad's Punjabi, or Gujarati Hindu, my mum's Punjabi, and my dad is Punjabi Sikh. So right. 
even the two different cultures coming together, you can see that there's um, there's a difference in both their minds because people weren't really doing that. Even now, people find it hard to do that. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But um, they was doing that all in the um, back of day. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. So you come out as Christian. What's yeah. The, what's, the, what's the reaction? So it's a mixed response. Yeah, very mixed response. So I'm a mum's boy, ain't it? My mum is like my best friend. Like yeah. she. She's just, she's just great, man. That's that's shout out to Mrs. Sandu. She's wicked. Um, me and her are close, and me and pops. I think as I grew up, you know, we kind of drifted a bit. Yeah. I say that to say, where I thought I was gonna get like accepted, uh, or like not necessarily get much resistance, it was the opposite. So my mom was like, "What? You did what? You come out my heart? You know what I mean? Like trying to street fight me." And then my dad was like. <laughs> My, my my pops was like, Whoa, well, you know, if my son has found God, I'm I'm glad. Yeah. Kind of thing. So that really took me aback. Um but yeah, yeah, so it was a mixed it was a mixed and unexpected reaction. But really and truly, like both my parents have been to church with me. Mm. They asked me to pray uh for them, uh, and so on and so forth. And and, and that's what I'm and my sister's cool with it, you know what I mean? My yeah. sister's got her own relationship going on with God right now, so and those are the main people I, I could care less about. Um what what the world has to say for that, you know what I mean? It's not it's not a religion that um that I've I've walked into. It's a relationship with God that that's been birthed, you know. Cool, cool, cool. And it's it's weird how stuff like that works. And then from that you go into music, and obviously now it's like you're working towards the proper dream, I guess. Well, dying empty. I've got that. We was talking about tattoos before the show. Mm. There's some cool tattoos in this room. I tell you, I saw Bart Simpson today, fam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, we're gonna post that on our Insta story. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do. The day this comes out, we're posting that tattoo. <laughs> I didn't mean to drop you in it. Sorry. Um, I've got "Die Empty" tattooed across my chest, and that's because I want to die empty. I don't want to go to the grave with any form of expression, you know, kind of thing. So again, linking it back to the God move, because it's like it was from there that boom, boom, boom. You know, the music kind of well, not kind of like it started to 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 manifest. You know, I I always wanted to. I'm getting passionate about the I'll hit the yeah, mic. I'll do it, fuck it. Um, I, 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 like going back to, you know, um, I, I said it was a fantasy, you know, growing up. So uh, I've always, I, I remember what, like being eight and then pretending to play um, uh, Dream of California, like that, pretending to play that um, Red Hot Chili Peppers um, mm. Californication in my living room to like hundreds and millions of people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and the fact that Lo and behold, now, okay, I'm not performing on that level, but I'm performing and I'm working my way towards there, you know? So, yeah. It's a good yeah. feeling, isn't it? Like, to just be a creative and, like, like get stuff out that you want it and create something that's completely new. It's like, I, I always think that as well, where it's like, even if it goes somewhere or if it's shit, even if it doesn't go somewhere and it's shit or whatever, I think the whole process of just, especially coming from our backgrounds, and being able to be like, actually, do you know what I'm going to do? Instead of like doing what's expected, I'm going to sit here, I'm going to write this, I'm going to get stuff out of my head. Mm-hmm. I want to build something completely new. I always think even just that process is, is so like, fundamental and it just gives you a purpose, doesn't it? It's empowering, I think. It's empowering because you take, um, you, you take a, a situation, other than just sitting down there sometimes and getting hit by inspiration, I feel like from the slaps that life can hand out, or that people can literally hand out sometimes. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we, you, you draw inspiration from those things. There's, there's, I think there's a multitude um, of things that we can draw inspiration from, but 
ultimately we're, we're in full agreement in the sense it's, it's beautiful when you can birth something man all in the mind yeah. all from the mind even everything we see in this room this was drawn in in somebody's mind first and then it was drawn on paper and then it was made kind of thing so i, I think creativity from all the different kind of ways that um, one can create is just is just magnificent i don't even use that word yeah who who are your like inspirations? so we've got like red hot chili peppers and stuff when you really started thinking about doing stuff, who were your like inspirations? It's forever changing because I like I like all sorts of music, man, all sorts. But um, Jimi Hendrix is definitely up there. Um, Ray Charles, Otis Redding. Um, um, and this is what I mean. So this was so unexpected when we saw that when we saw your sticker, we were like, okay, cool. This is gonna be either a Punjabi music DJ or like. Uh, a, like just an out and out rapper the first song we heard was Letter to Self and it was like vibesy it was blues it was, it was it was something so different to what we were expecting and like even now you're listening off these inspirations you've got Ray Charles Jimi Hendrix and Otis Redding arguably in three different genres there isn't it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah yeah sorry carry on <laughs> I, 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 I like that though it's encouraging to hear that um your, your thoughts and, 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 your, and your feedback in that sense because that's something that I try to play to. I, I, I do understand that somebody, somebody will see my name the last, like I, I, I always tell this to people when I'm actually uh, describing my sound to them. I'm like, look, you see me at the bus stop, but you never put my voice to my face. And I love that because I feel there's an element of, um, uh, or perhaps there's an element of uh, underestimation in there, you know, and 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 I and I like that, you know, I like that. Um, that's more so kind of tapping into the into the rap, you know, backgrounds. Because I remember going up to shoots. It's my video shoot, yeah. and and people is all asking me, "Are you the cameraman?" Because I'm the only Asian person there. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I can't help but think um, those th- th- that kind of question is only uh, posed to me on on the back of my race sometimes it could be a genuine question mm. you know but again underestimated and then i just spit a 32 that you weren't expecting kind of thing and i yeah. love that i love that i i want i i, I yeah i i, I kind of try to harness that to my you know yeah. momentum how how important is representation then? and uh, we were we were speaking about this a little bit earlier isn't it uh, and i think everybody kind of knows what the answer is going to be but in your view what does representation do to that 12-year-old kid? So, I, do you know what, right? So, we, we were kind of just having a, a back and forth, not back and forth, but yeah, we were having that um, to, to kind of just go slowly with it, though, in my answer. I think it's, it's a matter of taking a step back. What do we encourage in our young people, in our youth? You know, do we, because if we see a young person is good at this, do we encourage them? You know, like, I... I, I um, I was speaking to somebody the, the other day and I was saying that like, we love to watch other people's kids on the movie screen. So, um, you know, talking about Bollywood now, mm. you know, we love to watch other people's kids, but we don't encourage our own kids. You know what I mean? Nurture this to an a bit, because we, we, we and, I, and I understand it as well, that there is an emphasis on security over nurturing, but if you nurture your talent, it could be nurtured into security, you know? Yeah. Um, a, a decent a, a living wage and, and so on. Um, but I, I think it lies with us, really. But on the back of, of, of what we tell our young people, what I then did with that was, so the story that I, I kind of abbreviated before, I was, I was in my godmother's house, Joyce Auntie, shout out to the Beckford crew. I was in, I was in her living room and we saw, um, do you remember um, Stars in the Eyes? Yeah, yeah. Right, so he's watching that 
and it was a, a little white uh, kid that came on. Tonight, Matthew. Boom. It was, I think his name was Matthew as well. He, he, the, the door t- turned, boom, came out, and then he started singing, um, um, and they call it puppy love, you know? And I was like, wow, I wish I could do that. And then my, my, my godmother was like, why can't you? And I was like, oh, because I'm Asian. And she's like, oh, Thailand doesn't have any color. And I was like, whoa, you know what I mean? Like, but I, <laughs> she doesn't sound anything like that, by the way. Um, but you know, you like, need your auntie Joyce isn't a roadman. No, not at all. Not, but she will bad man up. So don't get it <laughs> twisted. What? And her sons, her sons are all like seven foot from Alex, Ryan, Roderick. Um, I'm saying though, like that that conversation with my auntie didn't actually resonate deep. I didn't under, fully understand it mm. uh, and, until I started pursuing music. And then I, you know, it's, but it's it's crazy though because I was like ten or twelve those times. What on earth did I perceive, or what on earth did I hear and 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 and, and take on for truth uh, to 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 come out with such a you know a thought kind of thing? So I do think that the representation is important. But I think is what are we doing to empower ourselves? What are we doing to empower our young people to 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 make a move? Yeah. So I'm I'm fully on board with with that answer and I think when, when we talk about representation and obviously there's like a big conversation in comedy as well about who should be represented why are there biases and stuff and I always think and I genuinely do think this is, it comes back to you it's about empowering rather than just having like diversity quotas and stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's about empowering people to actually firstly pursue it and secondly to work at it to empower those people and I think a lot of that rests on our own community and Role models helps. I definitely do think that. And I think another, another, an, another important section is parents and people in positions of influence in your life to be able to... So, like, I, I, I'm con, con, contrary to like, what most people think. My parents are pretty supportive. Uh, even though they're proper like, traditional, they, like, listen, they listen to all the podcasts, they do all, all of that stuff. Like They send it around to their friends. Shout out to them. Big up Pete's, uh, Pete's, Pete, you know, Pete. <laughs> Well, geez, remix Pete. Yeah. Shout out to Pete's parents. Yeah, they're, no, they're, they're, they're like wicked. And just even that, even though obviously I'm a 26, 27 year old dude now, you know, it's like, even if they said no, it's like, <laughs> whatever. But just them being that supportive, I think actually helps. Mm. Just like, because you don't feel quite as stressed. And then when I think back to like, I've, like I was reading an article about South LFC. Right. We need to email that guy as well, actually, the guy that runs that. Because what he was saying was something similar, because there's a massive conversation going on about why aren't there as many South Asian sports people? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially when you think about the culture, like if you think about like Punjabi, the Punjabi community and Sikhism and stuff, there's an emphasis on sports and being martial and doing all that, but then that doesn't translate into modern society. And what that guy was saying was, it comes down to empowering mm-hmm. and nurturing talent. And I think you said that, yeah, chase the dream, but nurture your talent. I think that's real fucking important. Yeah, I, I, sorry to just to quickly jump in. I, yeah. I, 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 and I do, I do. It's not that I don't understand why that, that our elders place um, an importance on security because they they know hustle, they yeah. know pain. My dad came to this country with three pounds in his pocket, and when I just see what he's accomplished, a, a brilliant, brilliant mm. man, an excellent man. Yeah, you know. Um, and, and I'm sure that's, that's the case for all our parents in this room. You know, they, they came to this country and they hustled. So I understand, you know what I mean? They didn't have the, they didn't have the, I suppose this is more like a, an understanding of, of, of their perspective and perhaps even fear. Yeah. Um, they don't want us to go through the hardships that they had to kind of thing. My dad was saying now, when he came to this country, he, his headmaster back home was a cleaner in Goodmay's train station. And it, yeah. But this is principle now. 
You know, like he was a principal back home, but he's a cleaner here. No, di- no disrespect to any job, bro. Yeah. But he's gone from one to the other kind of thing, you know. Um, so I do understand where it comes from, or perhaps I, I do understand how it can. Why they anxiety. Artic- right, correct word, even yeah. better word, yeah. But I, want, I wanted to ask though, so like, your parents are supportive. Mm. I, I, how does that, how does that you feel? It's, it's real nice. Uh, it's like, my dad's like probably, he's, he's like a traditional Punjabi dude, like we don't do feelings. We Come don't on, really. hard. Now that, now that he's like on um, WhatsApp, so a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> we, we released our first episode um a couple of weeks ago he dropped me he dropped me off to the the station to come to come in doesn't say anything in the in, in the like 15 minute car journey to the station but then when i'm getting onto the train whatsapp pings up and he's like oh um he's like oh good luck for your podcast i'm proud my son is a top comedian Jeez, <laughs> like, what? I'm, I'm like i'm like bro, you what? must have been smiling like a geek in it Never once has he said anything further than that. I'll send him like videos occasionally and he'll leave me on blue ticks. But then every so often I'll hear him on the phone to somebody and he's like, huh? Then he said, fuck your mother and the guy just died. And it was fucking hilarious, right? <laughs> and it is, it is, it is, it's good. It's a good feeling. Like it could go the other way where it's like, or even just like today when I was like leaving home, my mom was just like, good luck. Rather than like, imagine if it was the other way around and she's like, oh, fucking you going there again. Like you'd instantly mm. leave the house in like a bad mood or whatever. Mm. Um, and with, with that, with your parents being like, nah, he's doing this, nobody else says shit. Like, nobody will come up to them and be like, oh, what's he doing? Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, because they're happy with it. They're like, well, yeah, well, he's, he's doing this, so what? Like, who cares? But maybe it'd be a different story, like, once I decide to go, like, full, like, pro, full-time, no day job, comedian. Maybe then it would be a little bit different and that insecurity will kick in. But hopefully you'll call it right though, man. You'll call it right before you take that, you know, that move or that step. Exactly, exactly. I'm hoping. So you mentioned hardships and stuff and influences, right? What what influences your music outside of God or like what experiences have influenced your music? Because there's definitely emotion and pain behind it. Oh, oh yeah. I, I think I think going back to not not to not answer your question no, answering it but yeah, going yeah. back to creativity and how you know i just think it's amazing man like the most ugliest places birth the most beautiful things sometimes you know yeah. um but letter to self like um with that one if i was to talk about the pain uh behind that song is like i just got caught up in in writing off a whole day or like a month or <clears throat> excuse me um or a year because you know, stuff didn't happen the way I, I had anticipated or hoped for, or, you know, somebody said this, or somebody did that, or these people did this. So, you know, if I get into sp- specifics, yeah. but I, I would just write off a whole amount of time. And I think it's just crazy, man, because if I was talking to somebody else, I'd be trying to, you know, be, what's the word? Um, trying to listen to what they're saying, kind of talk them through it, show, show like, okay, I get it like a practical and gentle plan to come out of the dark hole kind of thing that we can be in. Um, and and I, I, w- I wasn't doing that for myself, you know? So letter to self, like, letter to self, it was just a bad day and not a bad life, you know? Like, how how bloody true is that? Because yeah. it hasn't been a bad year. It actually hasn't, you know? Um, no, nah, it hasn't. It hasn't. There's a whole lot worse that could have 
that could have happened. Yeah, there's a whole lot um, good that could have happened. There's a whole lot of worse, and you know, so uh, gratefulness. But really, wh- where where does the music come from? Just just my perspective of 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 the pain um, uh, that we go through. Like everyone, every, every man has a burden. Every man has a hole. Every woman has a burden. Every woman has a hole inside. You know, kind of thing. Mm. So it's just articulating that. Um, it's funny though. It's like I, I saw a bio. I forgot what artist it is, but she said um, she sings about the stuff she can't talk about, and I really like that. That's, that's nice. I really like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, track three on the Collindale tape. This is not a plug. This is just track yeah, three. Hey man, plug away. The reason the reason you're here is because of the Collindale Collindale tape, right? And I always think that like the way you you made it so easy to get you on. Like you could have been a major dick and been like, oh yeah, no, nah, give me this or give me that. Or like, nah, you guys are too small rent. And it's like, nah, we genuinely loved your music, so it's plug away, man. There's gonna be links everywhere. There's gonna be links all over our fucking shit. Please the description, do the uh, descriptions. Do the clicking. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and it's like you're independent as well, aren't you? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, track. Sorry, cut you off. No, no, no. I appreciate that what you were saying though. Um, it, it, it further articulates your posture towards me and what I do. So I appreciate that. Um, track three though, like I actually, be, I start the song by saying. Um, it's much easier to put it, it's, it's, it's hard to put it into words outside of a song, you know, and, 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 it's, and it's that, yeah, I, I, it's, it's a really good um, release yeah. um, and, and therapy even. It's, it, it's strange because like I generally have no musical sense whatsoever. Like I, I, I'm so tone deaf that my ringtone is off key, right? <laughs> I'm like that, like I'm just fucked. I can't play an instrument, can't sing, nothing. But at the same time, I fully appreciate that. Like, I, I went through a breakup recently. I don't talk to people about it, but it was easy to write jokes about it. Come like, on, this is know, it. This is it. Come on. So I've got that. I've, I've, I've got that like shared experience, and I think artists in general have that. Could I? Could I hear one? <laughs> oh, bro! <laughs> I, I didn't say they were good jokes. <laughs> <laughs> they were. They were pretty fucking bad. But essentially, the story. Like I, I, I whip it into a story about how like you go to New York to go win this fucking girl back rather than it being like fucking all romantic and stuff you end up having a conversation in a fucking alleyway next to two tramps fucking wow <laughs> yeah 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 that's like the premise and there's like little punchlines and stuff in between bloody hell but it's it's half of it's real half of it's not but it's strange like I think I think re- relationships just in general are like a source of like all great art you know? <laughs> <laughs> love the the stuff that comes out of just the concept of love man beautiful thing. is that is that is, is heartbreak and inspiration What's yeah heartbreak definitely I, I, I this heartbreak um heartbreak all across the board you know in in every sense of relationship romantic family friends wise you know yeah. um yeah yeah it's across the board isn't it like it really is it really is like music has been the most beautiful journey but it's been, I was saying this earlier, it's also been a very ugly journey um, at the same time kind of thing. Cause you, it's like all your, for me anyway, um, or I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure every creative can relate to this. Um, it's like the further you go, cause you're expressing yourself. And then to some extent there is like, you know, affirmation and validation, then you don't, you don't need that, but it's some, your subconscious, and I say you are speaking figuratively, um, your subconscious kind of almost asks for that as well, kind of thing. And when you don't receive that, it's how, how do you reconcile it? Okay, cool, go back to the drawing board, um, kind of thing. And I got so passionate, I lost myself. 
So please interject. <laughs> but, oh no! Hey, look, generally, I think one of the things that we wanted to do, obviously, with this platform, is just have people come on and just talk about the stuff that they're passionate about. So it's like you would think that you'd lost your point, but it's just like expressing that point of view. I think just in general, is, it's important, isn't it? Like the fact that you can. Even just the fact that you like stopped and were like, oh, I just got so passionate about it. Like, nah, like life, I think in general, is so removed of passion. Like when I think about like my, not even just my day job, just I think everybody's life. What's what's life? You wake up Monday to Friday. Mm. You go to work. You mm. sit there for eight hours. You work towards something that really you don't really care about. Because if you were to win, I call it the hundred million test. Right. You get given a hundred million pounds. What are you doing the next day? Right. Right, 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 and right. most people, nobody I've come across has said I'd still be working. As like everybody's like, oh, either I'd travel or like that's a good one, charity or whatever. And I'm like, well, why aren't you doing that now? Like, if I were, if I got a hundred million pounds, I'd still be pursuing pursuing either comedy, podcasting, something. They're still trying to create or whatever. And I'm sure if you had a hundred million, what would you be doing? Oh, that's going straight to marketing and PR, mate. You know what I mean? <laughs> and the you album. Yeah, so you're, yeah, yeah. You're, doing, you're doing what you would do if money wasn't an object. Mm. If money weren't a thing. Money weren't a thing. I, I, saw, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's another song. That's, a, that's another song. But, so I think it's important to have a passion. I see people in the... So I used to, I used to weightlift a lot of box for a bit. It was the same with those two things. It was like, it was important to me to have something outside of sitting at a desk for eight hours to look forward to, to be, you know, fully committed to. Right. And it's like, I, I think everybody needs that. Could I ask um, you, so you said boxing and what else? Weightlifting. And weightlifting. So co- comedy kind of just soared, right? To the first yeah. place. So, yeah, so comedy became like, <laughs> you looked at my physique and were like, there's no way this guy nah, not even. No. Already. He's trying, I didn't <laughs> like, think that at all. He's like, I'm counting more rolls than fists. <laughs> wow. I see why you're a comedian. I like I see. Um, no, so to me, it became, to me, it became like a thing of where, I, I wouldn't say I fell out of love with it. I stopped boxing for just reasons, because A, I wasn't enjoying it as much. Fair. But, also, yeah, I just stopped because I, I guess I didn't have like a lot of passion left for it. I still watch it, love it, but like it is difficult. It's like difficult to the point where I was just like, I didn't want to get punched anymore. Or like, <laughs> and I got to that's a fair reason to stop. You know what I'm nah, and I got to a point where it was like, okay, either either you start getting punched even more and actually try and like do something with it, so mm. you really properly try and commit to it, or stop. And I was kind of like, yeah, I'll stop. Then I got into weightlifting which was nice. Again, time-consuming, but a bit boring. Similar thing happened. I ended up falling out of love with it a little bit. Right. Um, that and I like food, man. <laughs> I'm big into food, right? I think everyone in the room is a fan of that. We were talking about <laughs> yeah. it earlier still. So um, comedy for me, it was just like, it was something that I'd always thought about since being like, I think, I've, I think I've said this story before, but it's like, I was 12 or 13 when YouTube was first coming a thing. Right. Um, got my first laptop and then I watched like a Dave Chappelle bit it was a Sesame Street bit out of Killing Him Softly I was like fucking hell this is amazing flirted with comedy a little bit as in just going like my, my wedding present to my sister was Jimmy Parr tickets wow yeah so me a friend and them two so my brother-in-law and my sister went to go see Jimmy Carr and I was 16 at the time thought it was amazing started going to comedy clubs at uni 
People started telling me I was funny, and I was like, oh, well, fam, let me, yeah. <laughs> okay, in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I, then I just bit the bullet. I had a disaster show. I then four years later came back to it, nearly two years ago now. Wicked. And it was just one of those things where it made sense. Because it's like, I, I was hating, I was hating fucking life. Like, not to the point where I was depressed or anything. It was just like, I think about it, and I had these conversations with my friends like, this can't be fucking it. Like, we can't just finish uni. And now work. Mm. Like you can't just sit at a desk and like mm. pretend you care and then actually start caring. Like I look at a lot of people around me. Um, I'm like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade like your careers or your money or whatever for even this like briefest, like, ble- like a one in three billion chance I'll make it as a comedian. I wouldn't trade that hope for like double the salary. Right. You know, so... It's just one of those things. I think everybody has to have a passion. Yeah. One See, now I've got lost in the fucking... <laughs> no, but it's, like you said, it's brilliant. Like, the passion, you just you just speak your, your heart in that sense. But you... you sorry, I, I, I don't mean to make oh, this like... Oh, roles are reversed, isn't it? I like bit, it. No. But, but <laughs> you were saying like, you, you, you crashed, did you say, in, uh, in uni? You, you had a show that you crashed. Oh. So, so the two years, was that like the reinvention, the rebirth? But at a three and a half years, I think it was from that show to okay. no four and a half actually four, yeah four and a half four and a half years. So it was just like I just didn't want to do it. I thought it was an awful experience. Thought thought it was a ironically thought it was a joke me even pursuing it. Um, wow. And then it just became a thing where I was I, I was working at my day job at the time. Um, shout outs to Swindon <laughs> Fuck you No, no I'm joking oh, wow. <laughs> I used to work in Swindon right? I don't want to smoke you see? <laughs> Swindon, uh, <yeah>. okay <laughs> It was the right place to work And I used to work Oh man I don't want to like Bitch about people But again I used to Oh as in not the place It's a, it's a work No no Swindon's a town But I don't want oh, to say right. A specific I'll place say I used no to work more. at yeah. okay, cool, cool. So um, Where I used to work there The people there were nice I got on with everybody Everything was fine All it was was Again, it was just like, I was like, wow, this is going to be you guys for the next like 30, 40 years. And I started like getting in my own head where I was just so like down in the dumps. And then I was like, okay, what, what would I do if I won 100 million? So that 100 million test has been really fucking important. Mm. I was like, I'd probably try and make it as a comedian. And I was like, well, what the fuck aren't I doing that now? So just got into it. And it is difficult. Like you said, it's ups and downs. But boy, is it important. Yeah, yeah. It is fucking yeah. important. Process is important. Yeah. yeah. What's been like, if you had to pick like one professional music highlight, what would it be? Like, what's the one like instance? That's right. What's like the one instance that was? I wouldn't know, man. It was when, um, so money ain't a thing. So my first tape was the iPod EP, hashtag iPod EP. And then my first single was money ain't a thing. Um, and it was just mad, like, so Bobby Friction said he, he, he made it track of the week. These times, I just thought I was getting spun on the radio. Um, sorry, I need to big up somebody else. L's mm. Fresh, The Lion, and, and Sing Street Style. Shout out to do, those two brothers, because they actually put me in touch with yeah. Bobby Friction and Sunny and Shay, so God bless them times 10. All of those people are invited to the podcast. <laughs> for real, for real, for real. For, well, I'm saying for real, like I haven't <laughs> Yeah, you're just like, they're on, they're on. I'm just, I'm just a hype man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, what was I saying? Yeah, money and a thing. Yeah. Uh, track of the week. Um, 
that that was definitely a highlight because that the the yard line was just ringing off and then my mom was like yeah yeah he, he's a good boy <laughs> he's a good boy and my pops was standing like wow that's you son i was like yeah that's yeah. me dad <laughs> kind of, it was it, it was mad like my sister i i, I remember the whole the whole process my sister was driving and she's like i'm uh going to the radio now all this kind of stuff like and it, it was just nice to see not only the excitement in me but across the board in my family um and they, and they are very supportive but it was just nice for them to to see like a pretty side of the thing uh, as yeah. opposed to the ugly side kind of thing so that was that was good another highlight was performing in manchester me and my friend Feedem, shout out Feedem, that's one of my right hand men. Um, and I had the, 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 the amazing game plan of sleeping in the train station to cut costs. We, <laughs> you know, it, it's just a mad story. But anyway, we, we, we get to Manchester now. Um, I think it's Macclesfield. Uh, and the train station was closed. So we, we, we couldn't sleep inside the station, which was my idea. So I was like, all right, cool. Um, we're going to just find a bit of plot, you know, a bit of land to find. Went onto Google Maps and there was a bit of green. Uh, there was a little bit of green and everything <laughs> else was like grey, right? For thought, okay, cool. Let's go find the green. Boom. But that sounded like something completely else. Let's go find the grass on the floor coming out of it. Yeah. Grass. Yeah. Not, well, so we, we were trying to find that. And it was, I swear to you, it was like a... It was a patch, maybe a, a quarter the size of this table. I thought, oh, <laughs> mate, what are we going to do? So I found a bus stop, said, let's just sleep here, man. So we went to, we, we pretend, we, I tried to sleep, but I know he couldn't sleep. Um, and thank God he couldn't sleep because he found an abandoned car park that we, we got into, but part of some flats. So we rolled up the shutters um, <laughs> and then rolled down the shutters. And then and we just, you know, just went to sleep in this car park. And then the wow. maintenance man came in the morning uh, at like 6 a.m., rolled up the shutters. He must have thought we were some druggies or druggists, as my dad says. <laughs> uh, and uh, he's like, "Yo, you don't gotta go, man." But I, I, I would say that's a that was a highlight because, yeah, man, like that's get it a, by any means. That's get a, it by any means. That's a story and a half, man. Yeah, you slept in a car park for your art. That is commitment. It, it, it was even mad. So, yeah, it, you know that the. The, the the Ariana Grande um, concert yeah. where where there was a um, oh, explosion. Um, rest in peace to all the people that that lost their lives. Um, that it was the day after that, you know. So I know tensions were high and stuff like that. And I think them times I had a big beard as well. So I was thinking, <laughs> bloody old man, I'm not trying. And I was carrying a suitcase, so I was like, I'm not trying to. Car I get caught <laughs> up in a madness right now, and you just hear a bunch of drunk people, you know, going about. So I, I was actually shook, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, you know, thank God, man. God is, God is merciful, man. That's a story and a half, man. I'm telling you. I, I once slept on... I actually recounted in the recording this morning. But I slept in a train station once. Bloody hell. What was, what's your story? Oh, I, I was uh, I was trying to get some pussy. Uh, <laughs> Bloody hell. So you slept in the station? I, uh, I blew yes. out on a Tinder date that I'd invited to a gig. Right. And I was so confident that uh, I was going to stay at hers. Uh, cool. Yeah, yeah, life humbled me half. Huh? I ended up spending, ended up spending a few hours at Paddington train station waiting for my first train home. So hold on, so you've done the gig, and yeah. now you're so you're with baby. So girl. the gig went really fucking bad. Uh, oh my and god! I'm not sure what the release schedule is going to be like, but you can catch it on the podcast with Raj. Sweet. But basically, I um, I was so confident, I was so confident that we were, that I was going to stay around hers, but I went, I did so bad at the gig she was just not having any of it and it was a second date as well so i was just like 
But I did that bad that she went from it like secured to well, let's just be friends. My thing. Yeah. Wow. And then I was like, yeah, no, nah, it's fine of that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We could just do that. Knowing I'd miss my train home. <coughs> yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I feel your pain, man. I feel your pain. At least you didn't get any rejection. All you had the chance was to get your head kicked in by some racists. Yep. You know. I had my ego roost. So. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know. One is getting beat up mentally. One is physically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure which one's worse. But, mm, mm, mm. but is it, 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 like that? Those are the kind of things that I think people forget that like yes. you do have to commit. When was like, when was the time that you were like, okay, cool, I'm, I can commit to this. Like, was it was it always like that, or was there like a moment where you were just like, nah, we need to do this properly? So like, I I genuinely believe I heard the voice of God say like, quit your job and do music this was going about like four years ago mm. and i was like i was like i was literally chatting to god i was like bruv like nobody knows who i am i ain't even got a tape out i ain't got a single out but nonetheless i did it and um it just it was just a matter of faith man you know what i mean and where i have my faith where I, where i trust put my faith and my trust in because like literally the day i quit shout out to the food i'm going to be shouting out so many people <laughs> hey my, it's your podcast man. um the, the food audio calvin that's my brother that's my that's that's my dude man that's my dude all, all all the way out in houston the day i quit my job he uh shouted me on instagram saying yo man i like your stuff bro blah 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 um look how, how can how can we get working together long story short from there he, I, I i i didn't know it at the time but i have an engineer uh, a producer uh, um just a, a a flipping audio doctor scientist uh, on board uh, with me to date, you know, he's mixed yeah. and mastered all my joints, you know what I mean, he's produced, so there's so much stuff, there's so much stuff, um, so that happens, so like, there's, there's like little, I can't even call them little, there's, there's massive uh, affirmers along the way, so after that, I was telling you about Monkstar, you know what I mean, yeah. from New York Generals, I'm in his studio cooking up stuff with him, uh, and then from, from there, um, I just keep meeting good people along the way, you know, so it's kind of like, just when you're on, running out of momentum. Shout out to Charles, my guitarist as well from Maryland Station. I've called that guy so many times in the early days. He was actually talking about it yesterday. Mm. I've called him so many times saying, bro, like, I'm tired. Not t I'm tired, but like, they don't like my music, man, or they ain't give me the time of day or all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, bro, I don't, we haven't got time to talk about this. Let it out, but keep going kind yeah. of thing. So I'm, I'm just, I'm, you know, it's um, meeting the people, the right people along the way. I always meet the right person uh, at the right time. And that's just been my story so yeah. far. And I, you know, I hope that it continues that way, man. Well, clearly you try and manifest that as well. Like you try and be that for, for people as, in, as is the case now here. But how important is it to have people around you that like, that get you and understand that this is a bad patch? Very, because you, we, we are our own worst enemy sometimes. So, you could actually talk yourself into a place the same way you talk to yourself into a place to do boxing uh, and weightlifting and then you also talk to yourself in okay you know what i'm gonna deprioritize this and comedy is gonna get the utmost attention and that worked out very well for you and it, and it will continue to do so you know i hope you i hope your expectations are smashed <laughs> you go Thanks, well man. beyond your desires you know and, and the same for me everyone in this room in fact yeah but we talked ourselves into those spaces right but we can also talk ourselves in the space like i'm not leaving my house i ain't gonna work today you know um and the spirals do 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 just down 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 so it is good to have an external voice kind of 
you know, tell you like, bro, what what the, what are you talking about? Kind of thing. Or, or, okay, I understand why you feel like that. Let's just take a minute. Yesterday, uh, yesterday I was talking to my friend Charles again and I was venting about a whole lot of stuff, but I genuinely felt lighter at the end of the convo. And I'm not one of those like, oh, hey, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we just need to talk. I'm not one of those guys yeah. like yourself. I don't, you, you were saying earlier, you know, about the breakup, we didn't talk about it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I was just talking to him yesterday and I felt lighter by the end of it, you know, and, and I'm glad. I'm glad I had that. So it's very important to have the right people around you. 100%, 100%, and professionally and like personally as well, mm-hmm, I guess, isn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's like, so you got a lot of tattoos as well. That's, that, that was something that you mentioned that was another passion. So what's the story behind the tats? Just love them, man. But you know what? My mum hates them, right? But my mum, she won't agree to this, but she is, she started it. She actually started off my love for tats, right? So I was like, yo, mum, thinking of getting a tat. You know, I was like 16. And then she was like, oh, all right. You could tell she wasn't on it from the jump, but yeah. she was like, all right, give it, you know, give it, let's come back to this. We'll talk about it in a little while. Da, 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 da. My mum doesn't sound like that either, but <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. Um, a week later, she, saw, she said she saw so-and-so auntie in Iceland uh, and that her son got her name on his arm. Oh, so she okay. would, you already know where this yeah, is going now. Yeah, yeah, typical yeah. like Indian mom, like, okay, um, you know, I was thinking the tattoo ain't so bad, you know, if you want to get my name, kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> cool. So I got, my, I got her, her initials with my pop's initials, and then from there, I just, I literally like a kid with a crayon, man. Just, yeah. just got so many different. I mean, I feel, I feel like you really commit to music when you got face tattoos. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what I can say. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you guys on the camera can see, but you've got tattoos on your cheeks. Like, I feel like that's commitment. I, oh, man, I could never do that. Because I, 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 for me, though, like, I, I don't see a future without music. I don't. I don't. And I think I think God has given me something worth shouting about and worth sharing with the world. Um, and I think it looks cool. So let's just join the two and yeah. go that way. Yeah. Kind of thing. I'm, yeah, I'm with you, man. That is like you're demonstrating your commitment. You're just like this is this is me, and like you can manifest that. Like, come on. You can't go into fucking business meetings and be like, yeah, guys, we're going to do this, that, and that. If I had enough money, man, they, you know, because people like money, period, you know, yeah. but right now I don't have that much, so. But yeah. I, I get what you're saying, though, yeah. There, there is certain, because we, we judge and stereotype people immediately, isn't it? 100%. Um, I, I do get it, but, you know, it works for where I'm trying to, which is what I, like, you think this was bad, right? This was actually, like, the worst thing I could have done to my parents. Because, like, Pissing. Like, bruv, this, like, it's just, like, me and this thing, we can't be in the same house. That, that's what my, 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 my pop says. Out, <laughs> something, something like that kind of thing. Like, but yeah, it's, it's all right. Like I say to my parents, like, look, this this works for me in the field that I'm trying to go to. Yeah, you know, it's part of the style, it's part of the swag, all of that. So, yeah, I, I think I think that yeah, to be honest, I, they're never gonna like it, but they, I think they understand that I'm. Yeah. This is the kind of thing. This is your path. Yeah. This is your path. My sister loves it though. My sister loves it. She's she's got piercings and tats all over as well. So Yeah. Yeah. It's cool, man. It's cool. Um I think that's what we had to talk about. Do you have any other points? Any other plugs? Um We're keen, man. We're keen to support your work. That's what we're on about. Where can people find you? Uh Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Londis. Now joke, you can't find me in Londis. <laughs> Londis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like the old Shebang man, hashtag the Collindale tape. If you can post that anywhere on your social media, um everyone in this room as well. Uh, if you can put that anywhere, I'd appreciate it. But January 16th is when the full tape lands and 
yeah man share it you know show your mom your dog your cat your fish your your dad everyone show it show everyone everybody that has view, viewing capabilities yes please there, yes please that'd be on point well in the pool sandu thank you very much for coming on thank you for having me man awesome thank you Woo!